How worried should you be about Chris Godwin on your dynasty rosters? We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Dynasty. You are locked on Dynasty football, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked on Dynasty football podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, this is a, a little out of the ordinary for us. We're here on a yeah. Monday. Uh, this is this is normally Kate and Marcus territory, but we're switching things up a little bit this week. And uh, it's, it's our day today. How's it going? It's going great. This is kind of fun. This is a... Uh... A cool little thing that they do, I guess, most Mondays, and uh, sometimes we have to fill in for them. They have to fill in for us. It's a good partnership, but this will be a fun conversation. Yeah, absolutely. We're normally here on Tuesdays, and we will be here tomorrow as well, uh, talking Dynasty transactions, but we get to talk about a lot of the positive stories, some players that we want to go out and try to acquire uh, off your waiver wire or in trade. Today, we're going to talk about some players we might be a little worried about because as it always is uh, on Locked On Dynasty, we're we're pushing the panic button today and measuring just how how worried we are about a trio of players. Matt, let's start with a veteran wide receiver. It's Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, there was a lot of a lot of conversation over the offseason after the Buccaneers signed. Uh, Baker Mayfield to be their quarterback, you know, essentially would, would Baker be good for Godwin or good for Evans? It's always, it's always kind of a Godwin versus Evans conversation there. And I mean, let's, let's be honest. They've both been really good for the past several years. And of course, Evans is really good for a decade now. Um, Godwin's not been really good this year though. And and Baker has clearly Baker Mayfield has clearly been better for Mike Evans, uh, strengths for his play style than he has been for Godwin looking at some of the numbers uh, Godwin's just the wide receiver 38 on the season that includes one game as a top 12 wide receiver one more game as a wide receiver two in that in that 13 to 24 range so I mean essentially he's given you two good weeks throughout the entire season I I was a little surprised at his dynasty ADP, Matt. Uh, it's wide receiver thirty one right now. That's November data, by the way. We'll have uh, we'll have some new updated ADP for you very soon. Wide receiver thirty one. Looking back at preseason ADP, he was the wide receiver twenty nine. So first of all, hmm. his his value hasn't really dropped much, uh, but he was already that in itself is surprising. Yeah, exactly. He was already yeah. ki- kind of fading, I would say, um, when it comes to his dynasty value. So where are you with Chris Godwin? Um, are, are we giving up on this guy? And what have you seen that has maybe caused some of these issues he's had this season? 
Yeah, he's a tough one for me because at that price, I thought he would have dropped dramatically, you know, 15 spots in the wide receiver ranks. And there's so many young ones every year, as we know. Um, I just pulled up his contract and he's 27 this year, going to be 28 next year. And it looks as though, if I'm reading this correctly, they have an out after this year. I know Mike Evans is a free agent after this season, but it looks like they could get out of this contract. But it would be... $28 $28 million in dead cap space if they were. So is it worth not having him around for $26 million? And he's a $27 million cap hit if you do keep him. So I don't quite understand the contract enough to know is, you know, would you rather keep him and pay him 27 or dump him and have 26 and dead? You know, so I think that's up in the air. Can you afford to bring Evans back? They don't have a much else, including a tight end. I mean, who's going to catch passes next year? You might be in the market for a quarterback. Uh, you maybe could even use another running back. But just the player is good, not great. You know, I mean, I think if he yeah. were on the open market and somebody could sign him, there'd be plenty of teams that would love to have him. Like, I'm not fun, making fun of your buddy Juju, but I don't think he's like <laughs> at that level, you know, where – and I'm thinking about bigger slots that are kind of built like those two that I would think he has more value than somebody like a Juju, you know, that is, is this going to yeah. sign four or $5 million deals? So, you know, I, I'm sure the Panthers would kill for Chris Godwin right now. Oh yeah. You well, I'm, I mean, you said it there. He's been good, not great. And I, I don't think he's, you know, he certainly hasn't been a liability or anything like that no. for the Buccaneers. And uh, I don't think he's even been bad. Although he, if you were counting on him, uh, from a fantasy standpoint, maybe it feels that way. But you look at the season-long numbers. He's uh, He's got 82 targets compared to 91 for uh, Mike Evans. Only one reception behind Evans. Uh, 606 yards compared to 850 for Evans. And here's the, here, here's the big difference maker. And this has always kind of been the story. Evans, nine touchdowns. Godwin, only one score on the season. Uh numbers are okay right uh it's just Mm -hmm. been such a step back from that consistency that we have uh that we've come to expect from chris godwin i I would be surprised if they moved on from him um in part because of what you laid out there that uh you know they they do have some questions moving forward uh when it comes to mike evans and uh really their pass catching core in general they've got got a couple of young guys who've uh, played well when given the chance, but not not sure they're ready to take over necessarily in a starting role. Uh, it, it's it's tough to figure out what to do with Godwin from a dynasty standpoint, but I'm certainly worried. And if I do have him, I, I don't feel confident starting him on a weekly no. basis. I agree with that. I mean, he is a flex at best at this point right. probably and he's not going to get this huge quarterback upgrade if assuming he stays in Tampa Bay he's good not great but his stock is down enough that I probably would bank on him to get back to wide receiver three before I would say he's unstartable altogether okay I think he's still pretty good you know yeah that that's fair uh 27 years old is Godwin so Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly not done. You wouldn't think, um, from a, from a fantasy, from an NFL standpoint, uh, looking at the trade finder DLF to kind of get a further peek into his current value. 
Uh, some recent trades here. Godwin plus Luke Musgrave for Nico Collins. Uh, essentially giving Musgrave to get like the that. to get the upgrade from Godwin to Collins. I, I think that's pretty fair for both sides. I'll I'll probably side with the Nico Collins uh, side of that. Um, Agreed. We see multiple trades of of Godwin for a second rounder, so that kind of shows uh, where he's being valued. Again, that's that's no surprise. Certainly not worth a first round rookie pick at this point. Um, I, I mean, I think he's like a definition of worth a second rounder. Um, yeah. Like you'd see. rather have Jaden Reed, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. I think that's yeah. kind of where, where we're at with it. Here's another, uh, uh, another Godwin for, this is actually Godwin for James Cook and a second rounder, which, uh, is, is a slam Ooh, dunk. I'll take the Cook side. Yeah, yeah. Slam dunk for that side. Godwin, this is interesting. Godwin for Stafford in a super flex league. Stafford. Yeah, I mean, you feel it's you feel okay fine starting quarterbacks, yeah, right. You feel okay starting Stafford, and and we've already said mm-hmm. we don't necessarily feel confident with Chris Godwin in that uh, in that role right now. And so it sounds like you do maybe see a bounce back. Would you consider buying low? Are, are you giving up a second rounder for Godwin to get him right now? I was leaning more towards buy than sell. I, I think, but those- I think I am too at those. Most of those prices that I, I do think mm-hmm. the cook in a second or, or the Stafford, oh, yeah. I think those types of trades are going to be somewhat rare. I don't think that's necessarily uh, a, a great representation of what his value is in general. Uh, if I can get those deals, I'm making them, but overall I, I think he's a, a, a decent trade target right now to uh, kind of see what happens with the Buccaneers this off season. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Matt, I'm, I'm not super worried about Chris Godwin, not totally pushing that panic button yet, but this next guy, I'm, I'm worried. I'm very worried. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about why right after this. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. I've told you about them before, but they have all the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. I mean, that's the best part. It's just not another job board at LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion, a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Uh, Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. It's all one word. LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply. The show is also sponsored by better help. Um, this time of year can be a lot. I mean, you guys have different jobs than I do, but frankly, as much as I love what I do for a living, it gets to be groundhog day. You know, week 13 at two o'clock at noon is the same as week 13, week two at noon. And it gets to be, monotonous and it can wear you down and this this time of year can be a lot and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it whether it's the holidays or just the weather change or whatever 
So adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. You know, therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to, make you feel grounded, give you the tools to manage everything going on. Um, I haven't done therapy for some time, but back in the day, I was very excited about it. Loved going to the appointments. And that's not nearly as easy as this situation. I mean, BetterHelp just sets it up for you to work around your schedule so much better than what I had dealt with back in the day. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is phenomenal. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched up with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charges. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash LockedOn. Matt, are you pushing the panic button on Jerry Judy? Yep. Yeah, you have to, right? Yeah. It's been a rough, rough season, and uh, I didn't didn't do this intentionally, but there are some similarities between Jerry Judy and Chris Godwin. Of course, both uh, parts of uh, or both one half of a, a, what at least what we thought would be a very solid wide receiver duo: Godwin and Evans, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. And, and Judy and Sutton over the past couple of years have kind of flip flopped that role of uh, who would who would be the expected wide receiver one who's the preferred option in dynasty leagues and uh, for really, really all of last season and, and all of the off season as well. It, that was Jerry Judy. That was the guy we wanted to have. And since the season started, we've seen, uh, we've seen production, consistent production from Cortland Sutton. And we've seen, we've seen consistency from Jerry Judy, but it's not been good consistency still does not have a top 24 wide receiver game, has not finished among the top 24 wide receivers in a single game. In fact, his best performance was the wide receiver 29 several weeks ago. He's the wide receiver 54 on the season. And uh, unlike Godwin, he has fallen in value. His ADP has dropped from wide receiver 31 in preseason to a current rank of wide receiver 44. Again, you look at the their counting stats, not too far behind Sutton in targets or receptions, uh, not even that far behind in yards. Sutton has eight touchdowns. Jerry Judy has one. So once again, those scores are the difference maker in their production. Uh, but it's, it's not just touchdowns that Jerry Judy is lacking. He just looks... He looks bad in uh, in these Broncos games, even the past uh, month or so, as they've kind of been heating up and and uh, playing uh, at a much higher level than what we saw at the start of the season. Feels like almost that entire team is up to their game, and and they've just left Judy behind. Yeah, I'm out. I, I, I'm not saying he ha- you have to get him off your roster at all costs. You know, at all, no matter what. Because he probably will have some decent games and, you know, they're, they're in the thick of things and they're winning football games, but mostly because they're running game and defense. And mm-hmm. uh, my, my biggest concerns with Judy are I always defer to Matt Harmon. And yep. to paraphrase, Matt Harmon said something along the lines of, 
Jerry Judy's about the most overrated route runner in the league. You know, everyone thinks he's a sharp route runner, and I guess there's YouTube clips of him doing very athletic things and coming out of breaks, but he's not a consistent route runner at all. And I, I see that on tape, and after he said it, it became even more apparent. But to me, what a red flag is, too, is if you recall, Denver was not on a five-game winning streak at the trade deadline, and I think mm-hmm. they very much would have liked to trade Judy for third-round pick, fourth-round pick. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody in the league wanted him. Yeah, that's that kind of is uh, that's kind of the feeling going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at some of these trades, I'm not sure very many people in dynasty leagues want him right now either. I do see a couple of trades for a second rounder, similar to what we saw with Godwin. Would you rather have Judy or Godwin right now? Godwin, I, th- yeah, I think he's I- better at football. I, I totally agree, and uh, even the age gap there—a three-year age gap—is not enough to to sway me on that one. And um, back to what uh, Matt Harmon has has mentioned, Judy was viewed not only as a good route runner, but almost as an elite route runner. And mm-hmm. obviously, route running—we're talking about skill, but we're also talking about effort. And I'm. At this point, I'm more concerned about the effort than than the skill. Mm. I, I think Judy probably can do it. Um, this this situation just seems to have gone south very quickly. I do think he'll probably be on a new team uh, next season. I, I think they're going to end up parting ways, uh, whether that's just a, a you know a trade or a, an outright release. I've not looked at his contract lately, so I'm not sure. I'm not really sure how feasible that would be, honestly, but. Uh, it, it just feels like that's what we're moving towards is that he's not going to be a member of this uh, this Broncos team for much longer. And eh, at this point, that's probably a good thing for Jerry mm-hmm. Judy when it comes to his fantasy value. And I think it's telling that Sean Payton's first ever draft pick and is in charge of the Broncos was for Marvin Mims. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's been frustration there as well. We, we want to yeah, see more yeah. of Marvin Mims. Uh, I think, I think we will, you know, we're going to have to be patient with that one, obviously, as, as we've tried to this season. Uh, but, but again, I, th- I think Judy will be gone and, and we'll, uh, we'll get Marvin Mims in closer to a full-time role, uh, next season. Honestly, that ADP of wide receiver 44 still feels way too high. Even at that number, he was ahead of Cortland Sutton and, uh, as, I, as I said earlier, we're talking November ADP. We'll have some December data for you very soon, uh, but several of the receivers behind him will clearly move ahead of him. Jaden Reed was a couple spots behind him. Uh, Jamison Williams, I would think, would would overtake him. Sutton already mentioned. Uh, we're we're going to see, you know, we I'd much might rather see... Sutton. What's that? I'd much rather have Sutton. Oh, yeah. Apples to apples. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could see Judy fall outside of the top 50 dynasty wide receivers in our December data. So we'll that will be one to uh, to track moving forward. Matt, I do have one more guy. I want to I want to get your feeling, get your thoughts on this one, because it's I'm, I'm not I'm certainly not full blown panic here. It's it's not a mm-hmm. Jerry Judy level situation. But in that same division, I'm worried about one of these running backs who I thought we could count on. Not sure that's the case right now. We'll finish up that conversation right after this.
Guys, I've told you about Prize Picks a lot, and they're the largest daily fantasy sports platform in all of North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. You just It's just you against the numbers, which is my favorite part. Instead of bat- battling thousands of other players, guys that do this for a living, you just pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. I've done very, very well with this. Uh, it's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less than on their projected stats, and place your entry, which is very, very easy. Um, you want to play alongside some prize picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew, Sch- Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize pick community as well. Pretty cool. Um, They even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured, you know, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. How cool is that? Super simple to play. I can make picks and submit an entry in 60 seconds or less. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types. Um, they even now have off, uh, Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account, which is great. Um, so go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use that code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use that code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Football season is here and locked on is kicking up our coverage with locked on NFL kickoff live each Friday. Locked on will go live at 2 PM Eastern on every locked on NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. All right, Matt. One more player to discuss in our panic meter episode, Austin Eckler. Now, like I said, mm. we're not we're not panicked at a Chris Godwin level, and certainly not at a Jerry Judy level. This is not a player we're scared to start, even. But the past couple weeks have not been great. RB thirty one uh, a couple weeks ago, RB thirty this week, still with one game to play. Uh, Monday night football coming up. He is the RB10 on the season in in points per game. Obviously missed some time early in the season. His ADP has slipped a little. He's fallen from RB6 in the preseason to RB9 currently. And he has still given us four top 12 fantasy games. So like I said, it's it's not totally bad news for Austin Eckler, but the trends aren't great here, right? The past couple of weeks no. have been bad and it's not just Austin Eckler. We know it's that entire team. Uh, the coaching staff feels like, you know, it's only a matter of time before they're gone. And is, is it going to be in season or do we wait until uh, black Monday here in, in a month or so? 
how how worried are you? Let's just let's just say for the next month, right? For the rest of this season, how worried are you for Austin Eckler? Moderately, at least. I mean, in one of my leagues that I'm killing it, I think I have two losses or one loss. I start him without every without hesitation right away. And three weeks sure. or so ago in another league that I'm really good in, but light at running back, I put some offers in for Eckler and couldn't pry him away. Kind of happy I didn't because I was offering yeah. draft picks and young guys and, you know, Jalen Reed was one of the guys offered, things like that, you know, trying to win now. So I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, if you're not at this stage of the game, late November, you don't think you have a shot to win the whole thing. I think you'd love to move him. I mean, at his age, yeah. that team is really, I mean, if you look at their salary cap, Herbert aside, they have so many guys that are just making a fortune. You know, like Khalil Max, a $34 million cap hit. Bosa, Williams, Allen, Derwin James, Lindsley, the center. I was just looking at it yesterday. It's like mm. they're in terrible contract situation. They could have some lean times, is my point. Is some of those guys could get moved for picks, or Eckler could get dumped, which maybe would be good for him. But I don't think he looks quite as good as he did in previous years either. Well, I mean – We've kind of forgotten now, or at least I had, honestly, but he was nearly dumped this past offseason, right? Demanded a trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, seemingly was not much of a market for him. Uh, and then the Chargers, the, the two sides ended up kind of working that out. Uh, Rich Rebar, our buddy, at Lord Reeves on Twitter, had some interesting Austin Eckler notes uh, earlier today as well. 35 running backs now have at least 100 carries on the season. And among those 35, here's where Austin Eckler ranks, 28th in yards per carry, just 3.8. 30th in success rate, under 30%. 33rd in explosive run rate, uh, just over 5%. And 30th in first down or touchdown rate at 16%. And Kind of the kind of the bread and butter for Eckler has been his work in the receiving yeah. game, uh, and Reeves points out three point six catches per game is uh, Eckler's lowest number since twenty eighteen. So uh, we, he's always been able to kind of bail himself out, bail out fantasy managers with some big uh, big games in the receiving uh, portion of the uh, of the uh, offense, and that's not really happening. So yeah, I'm I'm like like you. I'm moderately worried just for the rest of this season, but I'm really worried moving. Uh, you know, thinking long term here and and into the off season. Yeah, and you know his age is a factor, and he's taking a beating. He's not the biggest guy in the world. Yeah, I think I'm okay if I dump. I'm not going to lose sleep if I dump him, and he has a huge year next year. I can live with it. Eckler is 28 years old uh, as the RB nine. He's the uh, he's, he's certainly the oldest running back in the top 12. We see Kamara at 28 as well down there uh, at RB 13. And then you have to go all the way down to RB 19 uh, where Derrick Henry is 29 years old to get another back in that range. So we could see not only a, a uh, value loss for Austin Eckler, but a, a quick and massive value loss. Uh, I mean, really, we saw we saw Kamara fall outside of the top thirty dynasty running backs last off season. 
we could see the exact same thing for Eckler this off season. Yeah. Two, three months from now, we could be looking at him as a sixth, seventh, eighth round pick in startup uh, dynasty drafts, which it's, it's crazy to think about because of the recent uh, success, uh, the, the success he's had over recent years. But again, that's, that is the reality with running backs. I'm, I'm pretty worried about Austin Eckler. Here's, here's one interesting one. We'll finish with this. In Dynasty, okay, long-term, obviously, Austin Eckler or Chris Godwin? Who do you want? Eckler. Aim, aiming a little higher, I would think. If, I mean, I just, I guess yeah. he's more startable. I don't think you can get a first-round pick for him. I've seen uh, I've seen no. Eckler for Mike Evans. I've seen Eckler for multiple second-rounders. Uh, uh, one trade I saw that I really liked, and this obviously depends on what your team looks like currently. Eckler for Mark Andrews. If you can, oh, if you I can buy the injured player uh, using using Eckler, I love love that type of trade. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and you can see why a team might consider it. Yep, absolutely. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.